0: We'd like to welcome you back to part six of our study on the D-Wave quantum computers, the Cern Hadron particle collider, and the Mandela effect. Now, this um, is something, this is a gentleman that's been posting about this ever since it really started, Christian. And he had posted, this was back in October of last year, a red alert warning Mandela effect in the truth of community must see. I'm just going to play you... The very start of this, this is a little different take on with the Mandela. I'm just going to play about eight minutes of this video. Basically so that we can get the gist of one other aspect of this. So I'm going to go ahead and roll this now.
1: Hey folks, this is Photo Helix. Uh, Don't want to create no fear uh, or agitation, but this is very important. And anyone in the Mandela Effect community anyone in the quantum change whatever you want to call it awakening I don't know everybody's got their own concept Uh, at this point however uh, what I'm bringing to you to the table this isn't about no changes or anything like that this is about the reality that is going to smack us all in the face you better get this part get your head out of the sand pay attention I would suggest highly sharing this you all know I don't monetize my channel I have nothing to gain from this uh, and everything to lose, maybe. I could care less one way or the other. That's pretty obvious, knowing uh, the kind of stuff I've already put out here into the public eye. Now, fact is this, folks. There is a mole in the hen house, and for those of you that don't understand that, I'm ex-military, and there are some individuals in the community, as it were, in this Mandela Effect community, uh, that aren't what they appear to be Uh, that aren't what you think, perhaps. Uh, There are certain individuals out here that are working for FBI, CIA, different corporation agencies, alphabet soups, whatever you want to refer to it. Uh, Definitely government intervention, as it were. Uh, So here's what I'm saying. I'm not going to tell you names. I can tell you some people that aren't involved in such. Uh, But for the most part... Uh, there are some out here who are leading people astray in ways that they don't even understand. They're playing the game. They're touching on Christianity. They're touching on New Age. They're touching on all of these different uh, areas of belief systems that are being uh, brought forth in this Mandela Effect community. Understanding right off the bat, folks, Uh, That those that can see the changes, that can see the downloads or the manipulations, whatever you want to call this, those that can see it are not the affected. You have to understand that. The global population uh, ballparking is about 7 billion people. I don't know, give or take a billion. But let's just say it's 7 billion. You need to understand this, that we are the minority on a global perspective. Now YouTube is a very small number and and, and most people on the earth are not uh, involved with social media. So the numbers that are actually here in these realms of, of media source are very small. But overall, even though there's people out there I'm sure that are lost and don't know what's going on or, or don't have a grasp on what they're experiencing, but people reporting everything from different loved ones to uh, different changes and all this and that. Everybody pointing out all these different things. fine and dandy, whatever. Point being, folks, is that you're in a small number. You're in a very small number.
0: Now, the, what he's saying when you, when he's saying you're in a small number, he's talking about the people that are aware of this Mandela effect. And the Christians would be even, even I mean, in the aggregate, would even be a smaller percentage. Christians that understand the Mandela Effect would be one of the smallest minorities of anybody on the planet.
1: So, second point. First point, I'm telling you, there's somebody out here, a few people perhaps, that are basically gathering information on the Mandela Effect community. Uh, Again, one of the ways that this is being done, so I'm giving you this, I will give you this much. If you're getting emails from people, I'm not talking about links to go to a website or if they send you a link to a chat room or whatever it is that they're doing where people are trying to come together, forsaking not the assembling of ourselves together, right? Uh, Birds of a feather flock together and we're small in numbers in the overall picture. So if somebody's sending you an email, one of the ways that they're doing this now is they are actually sending, I don't know, memes or pictures or whatever it is that uh, you might be able to download. And if you download those things, you've given access to your computer. Uh, We've got documentation. We've got some proof on this. Again, I'm not going to drop names. There's no sense in bringing that out. Use your own discernment. Uh, Hopefully, if you're intelligent enough to see the changes, you might be bright enough to understand that many of the people out here claiming to be Mandela affected may not be at all. Uh, all they're doing is rehashing or re-uploading other people's finds or other people's news or whatever, and they're leading you and stringing you in different directions and letting people believe whatever they may. But ultimately, your information is being gathered. Uh, some of the alphabets uh, uh, in the CIA kind of operations are basically downloading systems, if you open in one of those programs, now you know who you are and where you are and I'm taking a chance to put this out I think it's very important, it's vital it's vital, it really is again, not to create fear but I'm trying to give you a warning and a heads up to what's going on, which will bring me to my second point here about the population concept you gotta understand this folks, that technically, even if there were a million just say a million, I don't know that that's the number, maybe hundreds of thousands, but if there were a million people, just one million, that's going to be less than 1% of a 7 billion population. I mean, we talk about the 1% that has all of the wealth in the world, it's less than that, that's Mandela affected. Why are they gathering the information? Well, You're not changed. You didn't take the download. You didn't switch over. You're not a part of the hive mind. All of these different concepts of reasoning. And they'll send you little links in the email to get your information or to send you a a photo or something for you to download on your system. Once you've downloaded it, they have access to your computer. They can read all of your files. This is a fact. So if you've done this, you might want to double-check your systems. Unless you've got an IT super grand computer system with extra firewalls built in to catch some of these things. These are called Trojan horse programs. These are things that they can send you. You open it up thinking you're getting an information bit, and basically what you've done is give access away to your computer, even to your camera. I would suggest keeping your cameras covered when not in use as well. Most of y'all already know this and are aware of such, but again, if somebody sends you a link to a website or a link to a channel, or a chat, or Google Hangouts, or whatever it is, those are fine. But if they're sending you something that you actually have to open to look at and download into your computer, whether it's a video file, or a picture file, or whatever the case may be, some attachment, as it were, well, you might want to double-check who all has access to that now. You might want to run some scans and some virus protection programs. And most likely they already have most of the information they need because most people out here, unfortunately, because of this Mandela effect and because of not understanding what is actually taking place, how many people are gullible and they're willing to latch on to anyone that says, oh, I, I'm a Mandela affected." Not everyone that says it is true.
0: Sec- so... That's basically the it, it goes on for another quite a bit longer to the 21 minute mark. but I think for the sake of brevity, uh, that'll give us a pretty good idea of uh, yet yet one more aspect of this. These are people that are, are not accepting you know the brainwashing the down you know of, of what's going on here and just blindly accepting that these changes are just always the way it was. And so those those types of people are being um, monitored more closely. So just something to kind of under you know think about as as you're exploring this. Now this next one I'm just going to kind of roll through this um, and not really play the whole thing. But there's some there's some notable things in this one that bolster some of the other points that we've talked about on the previous changes here. That um, I'm just going to kind of roll through these. Um, we all
2: know jc penny now has an e at the end of it jc penny p e n n e y is how it is spelled now but did it all so it's
0: it's basically if you look at it it would be looks like it would be pronounced jc Penne. it has an e between the y and and the n now now i i don't ever remember that being the case ever this one I'm going, to play, I'm going to play you the ones that most ring true to me, the ones that most freaked me out, I guess, when I saw them. Um, when I, I'm, looking, I'm literally looking at this video now, and the logo looks so weird to me. It looks like they've literally changed the name on the outside of the building. It does not look right. It's J-C-P-E-N-N-E-Y now.
2: Let's take a look at these images.
0: Now, this is an advertisement, a very, very old advertisement. It says, when you're in Norfolk, make this your shopping headquarters, clothing for the entire family. To the people of Pierce County, we congratulate you on your 80th anniversary, J. C. Penney, P-E-N-N-Y, which is the way I always remember it, and company, Norfolk, Nebraska. It's an old advertisement, very old. And that's why a lot of these you really need to follow along. I mean, I know this one I'm, I'm actually... Forward, fast forwarding through, because I just can't cover every aspect of the Mandela effect. Uh, there's another advertisement they had in a um, some type of cl- publication. It says the new JC Penney, which is spelled P-E-N-N-Y, which is the way I remember it. Uh, Christmas big gift book is here, and um, they have the I, what I interpret as the right spelling here. And he's showing you examples. How about those
2: cup noodles? Now, this is one that irks me to no end. Having probably survived on these things for years when I was younger, I swear it was cup-o-noodles. And here is some residual proof that... Yeah, pre-
0: he's showing advertisement. Cup-o-noodles. Okay. It's not cup-o-noodles anymore. It's cup noodles. What? That doesn't even make sense. Cup noodles? Are we illiterate or something now? Cup O noodles. And they're liter- he's literally showing you some residual advertising of where it said cup O noodles. But not anymore. It's cup noodles, which makes no grammatical sense whatsoever.
2: At least I am not the only one who remembers it that way. Now, it seems like the folks over at LucasArts have a problem remembering that C-3PO had a silver leg because, as it turns out, they put him in a video game with two gold legs on it.
0: See, the C-3PO never had to one silver leg in Star Wars. It was, it was all gold. He was always all gold. But the, the video game that they're showing here, they're literally showing video clips of it, gets it right. Because it's something that where this, whatever these D-Wave quantum computers and CERN is doing. Now remember, CERN has three of these D-Wave quantum computers. Trying to just totally mess with our reality. Um, They can't get to all the little subtle nuances and changes. They can't correct every single thing and make it all uniform. Some of the way it actually always was is still here, is what I'm saying. And it's showing the video game. He's clearly got two gold legs.
2: Uh, that and was sh- they put him on a pinball machine hood, again, right. with two gold
0: legs.
1: They're showing a pinball machine. Star so Wars yeah. pinball.
0: Because, see, back in the day, if if, if you, if some of you aren't familiar with like pinball machines, the, they would they would come out like if a really big blockbuster action movie would come out, they would literally come out with a pinball machine in that theme. And this is a Star Wars pinball machine. This Star Wars pinball machine would probably be worth a ton of money today. Because anything Star Wars memorabilia is worth a ton of money. I mean, especially if it was from the original Star Wars. Okay? And they're clearly showing C-3PO with two gold legs.
2: Stick around for one more massive (laughs) Star Wars reveal at the end of this video. I'm saving that for the second to last because it is huge. Huge. So Star Wars... Love you, and we'll get back to you. Okay, on to music. There is a I have to get used to that fact. Okay, getting bigger and more profound as we move on. It's time to get biblical. We have what many, myself included, consider to be smoking gun evidence that changes are occurring. In the Bible, in the book of Isaiah... Sorry, I
0: had that pause there. I was, I meant to stop it, but right, sometimes I forget to do that. Um, so now we're going to get into... I believe the lion and the lamb change in the Bible.
2: Chapter 11, verse 6 has changed in all major versions of the Bible. From the lion shall lay with the lamb, to the wolf shall lay with the lamb. Now, you don't even have to be a Christian to be affected by this one. So many people who aren't even Christians know this verse. It has in itself become a saying of sorts when referring to things in life, that are out of sorts or backwards, or when things go wrong and don't make sense, people sometimes even use this verse as a reference to end times events. But the evidence is overwhelming that this verse did in fact state the lion and the lamb. Just look at all the religious imagery out there that refers to this passage. Right. There are literally thousands of images of lions laying beside a lamb. Right. Can look at them How all. many times
0: have you went into a church and saw a wolf laying with a lamb as a picture, or or in Christian literature, or it, it never? I've never seen it ever in my life. The lion shall lay down with the lamb is one of the central tenets that you would get as far as themes go in the Bible, but now it's the wolf will lay down with the lamb. You know, it it makes no sense. It's totally against what the scripture clearly said before. Now, I know I've already touched on this, but this is just more, more more, things to think about regarding this subject, all of the images that you've probably seen portrayed over the years of this particular thing.
2: They long on different websites and on Google and everywhere else, yet there are very few images of a wolf laying beside a lamb.
0: I've never seen it. There's an old
2: film called Sergeant York starring Gary Cooper. In this film, there is an old man reading this verse from the Bible.
1: Show me much obliged if I could have a cup of water.
3: Got some nip inside it.
1: Well, that'd go mighty good.
3: I'll be getting
0: it. Okay, they're playing a scene from the movie. And you're going to hear the old man on the porch now reading from the Bible. I shall lie down with the lamb. And so I don't know if that was some kind of play on the thing that was going on in the movie plot where it says the lion shall lay down with the lamb. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know what led up to that, but there had to be a reason that he was on the porch and the lion shall lay down with the lamb as she goes in to get him a drink. I, I don't know what led up to that point, okay? But he clearly says, and the lion shall lay down with the lamb, and he's got a Bible that he's reading from on the porch. You can clearly see he's reading from a Bible. And it never said the wolf shall lay down the lamb. And back then it would have been much more much like, higher likelihood that you would have been reading from a KJV anyway because the New Age Bible verses, the New Age Bible um, Bibles hadn't so permeated the market. And the lion shall lay down the lamb. That's more of a KJV reference anyway. I mean, that's the way the KJV stated it, okay? Whereas an NIV might say the lion shall, or the lion will lay down the lamb, something like that. It's more of a modern day vernacular. Whereas, when you hear shall, thee, thou, those types of things, it's almost always KJV that we're in reference to here.
2: It clearly states the lion will lay beside the lamb. So again, this is clear evidence that something is going on. And now, we're going to move on to the two biggest ones that I have found. These two are so profound that if you ask me, These are like smoking gun type of stuff. Like, they are completely huge. So the first is a toy that is made by LucasArts, which is the company owned by George Lucas, the creator of all things Star Wars. So it is an official toy from the official creator of the official film series, and it says...
0: (coughs) Join me, together we can rule the galaxy's father and son. So this is Darth Vader speaking to Luke Skywalker, his son, okay, in the toy. They they, they literally have the toy, and, they're, and they the, the sound comes out of the bottom. They show you the toy, and they flip the toy over so you can hear the, what's the audio coming out of the toy. This is an original George Lucas toy. Okay, he's the guy that created Star Wars. So you know everything in the toy is going to be accurate. Oh. Luke, I am your father. Oh. He clearly says Luke, I am your father not no, I am your father. So yet just one more confirmation that it always was Luke, I am your father. But see, Whatever these, however this is occurring, daywave wave quantum computing, CERN, combination thereof, occultic witchcraft, however that is happening is not affecting every single thing out there. And there are things like these toys that are not being affected. And the guy's literally holding up the toys, showing them, like, that this is what this recording says. And this is a a toy from probably like 19, late 1970s.
3: What?
2: Wait a minute. He didn't just say what I think he did, did he? Um, yeah. The official toy from George Lucas's company says, Luke, I am your father this is like atomic evidence of the Mandela effect right Right. here. This is like Godzilla-sized, gargantuan. So see,
0: what I'm trying to do and what I always try to do with these studies is I try, it's almost like going to court. I'm trying to present the most solid possible case I can present regarding these changes. I don't want this to be something that's just, well, yeah, but what if we just all misremembered it? But there's all of these other things out there pointing to that you are not misremembering it, that it was that way. Like all the artwork about lions laying down with the lamb that you go back, you never see wolves laying down with the lamb, that type of stuff. The these toys, the video games where C3PO has two gold legs which is the way i always remembered it never one that's silver from the right leg down just weird looking you know it looks it looks like you know he had to go to the junkyard to get a silver leg because he, he, he his other leg got it just looks off and yet you've got a toy here literally you know saying the exact line of the way that that basically everybody that i know remembers it luke i am your father It just gets to the point where, you know, you can't deny this stuff.
2: Proof that the line existed at one point. I know there will be at least one silly troll who will come out here and say, well, it's for context in the toy, but it was never said in the movie, blah, 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 blah. Dude, stop. Don't even. You're just embarrassing yourself, so just stop talking. The, The toy says Luke i am your father why would they license a toy with that line right. if it was never the actual line doesn't make any sense special thanks to dr taryn p lupo's channel where i found this gem go check him out he has some great stuff on there for both mandela effect and free living and free thinking also special thanks to to one of our community members, Janine, for turning me on to Terran P. Lupo and his channel, Where I Found This Gem. And finally, the coup de grace of all Mandela Effect residuals was sent in to the Better Mankind channel and it shows the JFK car with only four people in it, as many of us remember it. It is not from the Zabruder film, it's an image that clearly shows jackie kennedy wearing that iconic outfit that she was wearing that day in dallas looking over at john kennedy in the back of a convertible with four seats four people (coughs) after looking around the internet over the course of a few days i could not find any other images of her wearing that outfit while in a convertible right so to me this is thermonuclear Thermonuclear proof proof of the mandela effect
0: the Zabruta film, which is the one we always come to think of now, has three rows of seats. Jackie Kennedy and John F. Kennedy are in the back seat. Two people are in front of them in the middle seats. And then the driver and another person in the front of them are in the front seats. I don't remember there being three different rows of seats ever. I remember this. I mean, so, but there's but there are images out there that are separate from the Zabruta film, which actually do show... Just two rows of seats, which is the way I always remember it, and just JFK, Jackie in the back seat, and the driver and another gentleman in the front, and that's what this this picture shows.
2: And how can it get any better than this? Just the way so many of us remember seeing it, just the way so many of us remember watching it on the film when we were young or before these these changes started taking place which for me seemed to be around 2012 sometime it's amazing 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 really it's more than amazing it's proof so i'm going to end this video here my mind is blown i'm sure many of yours are as well so let this sink in and please comment on what you think of all this Leave us a thumbs up if you like it. And we'll be back soon with another video.
0: Thanks. Okay, so we have that. And um, obviously you're gonna have to watch these to, to know what we're talking about. I got this the other day from a listener, and um, he said, I'm not sure if you're familiar with David Regan and his Lion L- Lamb and Lion Ministries. Yeah, it's Lamb and Lion Ministries. But that would seem a, book, a good angle to take on this issue. Why would he name his ministry after something not even in the Bible? Yeah, I mean, I, under, I understand that lamb and lion are it's reversed in in you know the lion should lay down with the lamb, and this is lamb and lion. But still, it's still <laughs> the same concept. Why would he name his whole ministry after something? Well, can you imagine naming your ministry the Wolf and the Lamb ministries? Oh yeah, I'd want to go to them for sure. Um, just some other things that to me are just irrefutable uh the mandela effect clip from the moonraker movie in the james bond movie moonraker the girl who falls for the big tall guy i believe this is at the end of the movie his name is jaws he's that real big giant guy he's like seven feet tall in the movie he has a silver giant vampire like braces on his teeth kind of they're like almost i think they're almost like silver but um I'm just going to go ahead and play this and and you'll kind of get the gist of it. It's a pretty short video here. Um but I mean, I absolutely 100% remember this and the scene makes no sense in the way it's presented now. I don't want to give too much away, but it makes no sense in the way it's presented now.
3: <laughs> Some people say this might be the smoking gun of the Mandela Effect. Because not only has an iconic scene changed, but now with the changes it makes absolutely no sense. A link to the original video, which brought this to my attention shall be placed in the description. In this famous scene from Moonraker, the very tall man named Jaws, on the right, turns to see the blonde hair now you're,
0: you're watching the, the actual scene in in the background here just so you know if you' if're you're, if you want to click on the link I, I provide you can watch it
3: named Dolly the tall man is called jaws because of his sharp metal teeth in the scene he turns to see Dolly and then she smiles and he sees that she has braces and they both fall in love with each other. This was the reason for the connection between them. They both had braces of a type. It was the core thrust of the scene and the part at which the emotional connection between the two starts. But now, Dolly, if you look back at the film today, no longer has any braces. And it makes no sense, not only in the mind of the...
0: It's showing her in this scene and she has no braces now. Their connection's not even there. It makes no sense at all now especially because I've already seen it when she had braces oh I get it he's metal mouth and she's got braces and now they have this connection and now he here's a guy that, that can't bond with anybody because he's such a freak of nature he's big he's this big mean bully brute guy with metal mouth and now but he sees his soulmate with braces that makes sense this way with her having no braces makes no sense at all uh, particularly once you've actually seen Remember the original
3: Those that have seen the scene a thousand times But also in terms of the story Since braces Is what connects them both Let's take a look
0: This is the actual scene She sees his braces, she sees his metal mouth, and then she smiles, but she has no braces now. So she's bonding with him, oh, he's got a mouth full of metal, that she's gonna smile and show him her braces, and then, then then they ride off happily into the sunset together. makes no sense. I 100, they're showing close-ups of her mouth. I 100% remember this.
3: This was a famous scene from film history, and has been parodied many times. Let's take a look.
0: Right. You take Visa Mini?
3: Your dice yes.
0: Good. I'm going to get a few things. Sure. okay so here we have a commercial and it's some kind of um i think it's a foreign commercial and jaws the same guy in the jaws movie but this is late this is years later because he looks older at least i don't know how many years i don't know if it's five years or whatever but he asked you take visa mini which makes the credit card looks even smaller in his hand because it's some kind of visa mini i don't even know what that was um Some weird credit card concept. And it's a commercial, and he's asking her. He shows her his little Visa mini card. Now, he's gigantic, so it looks even smaller in his hand. And the lady's real intimidated looking up at him. She's also blonde, like the one girl, but not as blonde, uh, female. And she says, oh, yes, yes. And she smiles, and she's got braces, okay, in the commercial. And they're emphasized literally in the commercial because it's a play on what Moonraker did. It makes no sense if the girl in the original Moonraker didn't have braces. She's got braces. So it's just, this is more confirmation that's really, really, really tough to work around and, and explain away. Telling me and she's attracted to him. She's all like smitten by him, you could tell, in the commercial. She's like pulling her hair back and all giddy, like a giddy schoolgirl. And it's, you're clearly seeing her braces in the video which is exactly the same reaction that the girl in the Moonraker, Dolly, the girl in the Moonraker, had when she saw Metal Mouth. This was love
3: and- the disappearance of Dolly's braces has left many people confused, including die-hard fans.
0: There's even descriptions of her in the original cast, and it says Dolly is a short blonger with pigtails, glasses, and braces. It is her influence on Jaws, which is what his name was, to the side of good, and she also hears um, one line. Jaws says in his two movies, "Well, here to us." Okay. Anyway, that's what I mean. That's how they present her in, like, when they're describing her in different movie, the way they're, they're casting her in the movie description of Moonraker,
3: the Bond film. Let's take a look.
0: They're basically just reiterating exactly what happened in the movie. Um, On this movie page description where she has braces, he's got his metal mouth, and that's what bonds them. They're showing all these people saying that when when they get a hold of this... And they're like, she's like, she undoubtedly had braces. Another person said, well, spotted, definitely, Dolly definitely had braces. It's comment after comment um, saying this. this That's the way they remember What do you think
3: is happening? Do you think everyone who watched the movie are just misremembering something? No. Or do you think there is more going on? How could this famous scene change so much? Stay tuned and subscribe.
0: So we have that. And I'm not going to go over every little change, but there's some of them that are so gigantic. Um, here's some other crazy Mandela stuff. 100 Dalmatians. The evil lady's name has changed from Cruella Deville. Okay. D-E-V-I-L-L-E. Okay. Cruella. D-E-V-I-L-L-E. To, which basically is she's a cruel devil, kind of. I think that's the... the, the, But now it's just flat out Cruella. Same name. Same first name. But it's Devil. D-E-V-I-L. It's Cruella. D-E space V-I-L. So it's just flat out Devil now, basically. Okay. Evil Knievel... I think they mentioned this in in a similar one. Evil's name was spelled the way... That we, I always remembered. I mean, I remember having an Evil Knievel like uh, those toys and stuff, and and you would, you would, you could wind them up, and he had his bike, and that you could launch them or whatever. I'm pretty sure I had Evil Knievel toys when I was growing up. I know I did. And Evil's name is not E V I L anymore, it's E V E L now. Okay. Again, not the way I ever remembered it. Here's a big one. The very famous 1977 album. And again, I'm not going to belabor all of these types of changes. I'm just going to hit some of the bigger ones and move on. But this one really hit me because you know, back in the day I was a pretty big Kansas fan. And the very famous 1977 album by the rock band Kansas, which is called The Point of No Return, okay, is now called The Point of K-N-O-W Return like, I know something, it makes no sense, what makes sense is the point of no return. Okay? Even in the lyrics that I'm going to read you some of them, if you said it was the point of no return, K-N-O-W, number one, that makes no sense at all as a statement. And it really makes no sense as a statement in the song and the way it was asked. Okay. So it is literally the point of KNOW return. You it's literally what's on the album cover itself. This is a very famous iconic album cover. I posted it here. And it's literally the name of this album because they'll always, you know, when when like a group would come out, they would always have, okay, what's the name of the album? Okay. Yes, it's the it's the Rock Group Kansas, but what is the actual name of the album? Typically they would name the most famous song on the album. A lot of times that would get the would, would be the name of the album. And and while actually Dust in the Wind, which is also on this album, is I believe the more famous of, of the two songs between The Point of No Return and Dust in the Wind. There might be some other ones on there too. They named it The The Point of No Return. It was the first song on the album. Okay? And literally on the album cover, you see a ship on an ocean. And this is like when they believed there was like flat earth and that you would fall off the edge of the the planet, like Christopher Columbus, that type of stuff. And they were always afraid to, to sail because they would believe they would fall off the edge of the earth. Well, literally on the album cover, if you're looking at it, it has a ship, like a very old galleon type ship, literally getting to the edge of the earth and falling over the edge okay he's, they're right on the verge of just tipping they're like at a 45 degree angle getting ready to go over the edge and there's water just pouring over the edge it's called the point of no return meaning you got to the point of no return you got to the edge of the earth there's you, you can't turn back it's the point of no return and N-O. oh okay so in the song the lyrics um i heard i heard the men saying something the captains tell they pay you well um They say you need sailing men to show you the way and leave today. Uh, Was it you that said how long? And then they go further and it says, they say the sea turns so dark that you know it's time. You know the sign. Uh, They say the point demon's guard is an ocean grave for all the brave. Was it you that said how long, how long, how long to the point of K-N-O-W return? That makes no sense. The point of no return, N-O-W, makes sense because that's what they would ask the captain. How far have we got away from shore? Let's say they were sailing from Spain and you get to a certain point where you're so far away that if you turn back, your supplies on the ship aren't going to last you because you're so many days out at sea, months out at sea, that that unless you find land, and you could find some way of getting more provisions, how long to the point of no return? Because for all they knew, they were going to just keep sailing and sailing and sailing and go off the edge of the earth, or or maybe the ocean just never ended, or maybe the ocean was way farther. There's going to come a point in that trip where how long, Captain, till the point of no return? N-O return. Meaning we can't... If we turn around now, we die. Because... All that's between us and back home is water, and we can't resupply with water, especially if it's salt water. They're going to run out of provisions. So this is a this is a common theme you would see in in um, shows of, of of portraying that time period. Let's say the fourteen hundreds or whatever, when they would ask the captain when they didn't know America was there when they didn't know what actually lied beyond they would act it they would ask the captain how long to the point of no return captain okay so that's what this song is about and then it goes on you know they they ask how how long is this to the point of no return three times in the song and it's always said k-n-o-w it makes no sense the point of no return is literally on the front of the album cover and you see this ship going over the edge of the uh, edge of the world where Where the flat Earth, in that particular case, which is what they were dreading, it would be ended. Okay, so again, just something to think about there. Um, Here's another one, which I've already kind of covered this, but it's it's the Mandela Effect. J C Penny is now J C Penny, P E N N E Y. So I guess I really don't need to play that one again, but that that's been changed um in fact i'll just put that one i'll leave it in there but we've we've already kind of covered that here's another one did you know the lindbergh baby was found out for somebody that's not above the age of 30 or whatever they might this one might not ring that true unless you've done studies on history but in in this time stream the 20 month old old lindbergh baby was found on may 12 1932 now, I used to joke about this, just making jokes, not to say that it was ever funny, but just stuff about, like, they found the Lindbergh baby? Like, just stuff I can remember working into jokes growing up as a teenager, you know. Not that I was making fun that the poor little baby had never been found, but you would work. I would work it into stuff, because I was always cracking jokes. Always cracking jokes growing up. And... The comments on this video, because I'm I'm I don't even think it's. You can, you can play it or whatever, or or you can look into this more. But the comments, these are just some of the comments. I mentioned in my video that I live two miles from them, meaning the Lindberghs, and my stepfather went to the whole trial. The baby was never found, in my reality. Um. Another comment reads: In my time, Lindbergh baby was never found. Another comment. In my reality, the Lindbergh baby boy was kidnapped and held for ransom. The ransom was paid. Baby was never found, nor was the body. There was a reason to believe the child had been murdered, which is why they wanted to be able to prosecute for the crime without a body. I'm 37 years old. Another comment. I can, whether false or not, picture my 8th grade teacher, who I recall telling us that the baby was never found, and the people posing as the baby, as you said, Um, because a lot of people have said, well, yeah, it was never found, but now I'm the Lindbergh baby. You know, they come out because they want publicity. I'm actually the Lindbergh baby. I'm all grown up. Meaning that, uh, I remember it exactly as you do. And then another one says, I'm 42. I've also been taught that the baby was never found and that the people were posing as him. If he had been found, why would, why would people have been claiming to be him? Let that sink in. Why was there all of these different people over the years that have claimed to be the Lindbergh baby if he had been found dead? Well, he, he, that makes no sense. But yet you've got all these people claiming to be the Lindbergh baby grown up, but the Lindbergh baby was found on May 12, 1932 now, in our, in our timeline that we're in now. Then why did you have all these people claiming to be the baby? when the baby was found dead on may 12 1932 that doesn't make sense so i mean that's what i'm saying about this mandela thing they can't there's a lot of stuff that doesn't ever ever add up about this (coughs) um all of these, these different comments are saying the baby was never found i don't leave um The Lindbergh baby was never found. Why would so many people remember the baby never being found? I remember the baby never being found as well. These are all different comments. So does my mother. I've also seen countless movies making a joke about this throughout my life. Yes, it was a common theme about, oh, yeah, we found the Lindbergh baby. That's why I kind of joked about it growing up, you know. I mean, when they joked about it, though, it was like we found the Lindbergh baby and the baby was still alive, you know. Wasn't a joke like, "Well, we found it, and he was dead." There's always some joke about they found the Lindbergh baby alive. Very, very, very common theme, and I'm sure it was way more prevalent before I was growing up because I mean, this is way before my time. is 1932. Okay, I was born in '69, and it was still those those jokes about the Lindbergh baby being found were still going strong. So much that it influenced me growing up. And I wasn't even born till 69. My listener who commented on this said, "I remember the baby was never found." I also think this Mandela effect might be caused by CERN and the fallen angels. But it is because de- she's the one that sent me this this video on this. But it is definitely a sign of the last days that we were that even possibly the very elect will be deceived because what Jesus said about the last day deceptions would abound so there would be great signs and wonders even satan can transform into an angel of light so these great signs and wonders are starting gradually but this is growing me and my faith that's not diminishing my faith god bless you uh in jesus christ so we have that now here's here's one that may not ring true to you at all but let me tell you something I don't remember this and I polled a lot of my listeners about this one. Nobody remembers the Brady Bunch Variety Hour. Nobody remembers the Brady Bunch Variety Hour. The Brady Bunch Variety Hour was an American variety television series featuring skits and songs produced by Sid and Marty Croft in association with Paramount Television which aired ABC between 1976 and 77. I believe it ran for two seasons. The... the, The series stars the original cast members of the Brady Bunch, with the exception of Eve Plum, who was um, uh, Jan, the middle middle daughter. She was replaced by Gary Rashili, the fake Jan, a.k.a. the fake Jan. The show begins as a 60-minute special titled The Brady Bunch Variety Hour on November 28, 1976. Now, listen, I was a TV addict. I was glued, I was raised on the TV. I was glued to the TV whenever I could be glued. Not to say I didn't get out and do a, a lot of sports and stuff like that, but I, I was really raised on the TV to a large extent. Um, and I would have remembered this. I mean, the Brady Bunch, all that stuff is firmly in my wheelhouse. And I don't remember any of this. It goes on to say the special garnered high ratings and led to eight additional 60-minute episodes which were produced and aired sporadically under the shorter title, The Brady Bunch Hour, from January to May 1977. So I guess maybe the 60-minute special spawned the Brady Bunch Hour from, I guess, eight episodes... Um, under the shorter title of Brady Bunch Hour from January to May 1977. Now, here is a clip from the Brady Bunch Hour. You're going to hear this. They literally took this clip down from the other day. I watched it. I'm watching, rewatching these just to make sure that they're they're still up there because this is a long time ago. I filed this away. They literally took the one link down already because they're trying to scrub the Internet of a lot of these more major ones. But people just keep putting them back up. So this is the Brady Bunch Variety Hour. This is called the Car Wash. This is this is um, so cheesy, so weird, so berated. I mean, it's like the series ended of the Brady Bunch, and it's like we will do and say anything to get relevant again. Evidently, is what is what it appears. So this is this is the Brady Bunch. I'm just gonna play you this clip from it so they're literally combining the show the song the car wash which was a song popular back in the 70s like a disco song with the brady bunch and the wizard of oz theme Marsha's dressed up as as um oh dorothy on the wizard of oz just like her red slippers dress greg's dressed up like the scarecrow peter's dressed up like the tin man and then some other guys some light and they've got all these weird cheesy women uh, kind of scantily dressed kind of dancing around in the background with under the theme of the car wash which makes no sense at all when you're combining it with the wizard of oz and it's called emerald city car wash Here's Marsha, Greg, Peter.
2: You might not ever get rich.
0: That's Greg.
2: Let me tell you it's better than digging a ditch. I'll be a chase by a witch. There ain't no telling like who you might be.
0: That's Marsha. This is so cheesy, so B-rated. I apologize to my listeners. This has got to be the cheesiest thing I've ever watched in my life. I mean, it, it's just, it's so laughable, It's insane.
1: I, maybe even I
0: That's Peter
1: Andy's Working at the car wash.
0: Working at the car wash, Yeah Come on and sing it with me Car wash Get
2: with
4: the feeling y'all Car wash Yeah Come summer the work gets kinda hard
0: Oh this is so bad
4: This ain't no place to be If you plan on being a star
0: it's always cool,
2: and the boss don't mind. Sometimes if you
0: uh, act a fool at the. This is so bad, I can't go anymore. I think you get the gist of what we're talking about here. And there, literally, you can watch the first episode, Brady Bunch Variety Hour, season one, episode one. It's right. I mean, it's all these cheesy, B-rated, I mean, wow. Unbelievable. But yeah, I asked several people about this when I found it. Several of my listeners, I sent this to them, and none of them remembered the Brady Bunch Variety Hour. Some of them went at great lengths to explain to me that you know they had been an avid Brady Bunch fan and that they would have remembered something like this and they they you know they followed every episode and, and they grew up on this. See, I have to understand, too, back in the day, there was like three channels. Okay, it's not like they've got 900 channels now or whatever. You had like three channels. So it's not like you had this infinite variety of shows you could watch. So shows like this, when it was the only game in town, had a much bigger impact on you long-term and your long-term memory banks. Because it's not like your memory banks were competing with, with you know dozens and dozens of other shows buying and competing for, for your attention. That's why these types of shows have bigger impacts on the older populations out there. Because this is all we had to watch um then i found this it said love to love you brady's the bizarre story of the brady bunch variety hour this is a paperback book written about this i guess it was produced in 2009 after decades under lock and key hollywood's best kept secret is about to be revealed love to love you brady's the bizarre bizarre story of the brady bunch variety hour is an in-depth look at the most disastrous offering in television history. (laughs) Hopefully you've seen enough there to understand that, yes, that is very much the case. This is brought to you by Cindy Brady herself, Susan Olson. In this colorful, glitter-filled retrospective, Susan and the co-author, Ted Nicholson, investigate in very Brady detail how and why The Variety Hour was conceived, Produce and ended up ranked in the TV Guide's Top 5 Worst Shows of All Time. Okay, so, again, I'm not going to belabor a lot of these points, but, you know, listen, that one really did not... That one, I was like, man, I really don't remember that one. Also, if you're familiar with the um, restaurant called Western Sizzler okay, like myself, I remember that. Very, very. I remember that they would always go, I think in the advertisements, they would go Sizzler. Okay, remember that is now Western Sizzlin. The name in this time stream is Western Sizzlin. Even Facebook changes. Even Facebook pages list Western Sizzler. Again, they can't not everything gets changed. It's Western Sizzler. It was never Western Sizzlin. Western Sizzlin, this is from Wikipedia. Previously known as Austin Steaks and Saloon, is a chain of privately held and publicly held restaurant buffet restaurants and steakhouses with locations in 19 states in the United 19 states in the United States and 99 franchise establishments. So, again, this may not ring true to you because from a regional level, you may not, have never been exposed to this, but i 100 remember this we had them in my hometown we had one of them in my hometown back in uh, fort myers uh, i don't know if what it is now but it was definitely western sizzler when i saw this i'm like what western sizzling what is that anyway um going further where's the north pole top question and answers on Yahoo. My husband and I were discussing this and we both were under the impression that there were polar ice caps on both sides of the globe where the poles were located. But Greenland seems to be the only ice cap up there now. So then we were wondering who owns or claims the North Pole since it's obviously now in the middle of the ocean. The, norm- the northernmost point on the surface of the earth is located in the middle of the Arctic Ocean. There's no land at the North Pole, just water. Here we're showing you a map of the top of the planet in a globe-like thing, and it's literally now, the, the North Pole is portrayed as just an ocean. I don't remember that. I remember there being polar ice caps, top and bottom. Now, at least the way they're portrayed on globes and on maps, there are no more polar ice caps so do with that what you will if you always remember it being open ocean well okay but i don't remember that here's a here's a, here's a literal map of the north pole i, I think i got this off of wikipedia and it says the Azimuthal projection showing the arctic ocean and the north pole which is that's what it shows the north pole to be in the middle of the ocean the map also shows the 75th parallel north and the 60th parallel north Comments, I remember for sure learning about two polar ice caps, the Antarctic and the Arctic, with the second one being way smaller, meaning the one in the North Pole. I even had the geography in the 12th grade. I'm not just making, mistaking this. But one day while I was looking at Google Maps, I was pretty surprised to find out that there is no Arctic ice cap now, not even a small one. I figured maybe Google Maps just did some something didn't show it or something. So I looked around only to find that there is, there indeed isn't a Northern ice cap. Instead, what I've noticed is Greenland is way bigger now than it should be. And Svalbard, which I don't remember existing at all. Yeah, me either. Um, here, I'll play a little video on this.
4: Why, hello, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Um, I'm TV. Uh, Welcome back to my channel. I don't make these kind of videos, uh, <coughs> of gaming channel slash commentary channel, but uh, I just want to show y'all something I discovered. Um, so, this is Google Earth on, uh, on my mobile device. So, you can, you can see uh, the beautiful globe. There goes a Gulf. You can see the uh, United States.
0: He's literally on Google Earth right now and he's zooming in on different parts.
4: And uh, oh, there uh, there goes Houston. Uh, this is this is where I live. Oh yeah, look at that. Here's Houston. Uh, for, sorry for the background noise if you, if you hear maybe the background house. Anyways, um, so yeah, just uh, zooming in and just pretty nice. Uh, this is Google Earth. It's pretty uh pretty smooth on my iPhone 6 Plus. But um, uh, so you guys know how we have you know polarized caps. Well, uh, here's Antarctica. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful, uh, uh, but uh, um,
0: where... Uh, Antarctica is shown on Google Maps as pure, this just big Icelandic continent. Ice, white look, ice. Look, where the heck is... Whereas the, the states and, and like the areas like the United States, the, the eastern part of it is more green, and then you get to the uh, western part of the United States, and it's more um, tan and brown... Simpl- um, which is more indicative of the desert and the mountainous regions and, and where you're not going to get as much tree growth Okay, whereas the bottom part the Antarctic part is all white the top ice cap now, quite bit crazy but there's no, there is no top ice cap at all, the only thing that's portrayed with ice on it is Greenland basically, there's other little islands that have ice on it, but the Literally where the North Pole is now, it is portrayed as a ocean. I believe this is like fourteen thousand feet deep.
4: All my life I I, I always seen you know the, the, the physical globe, you know, when you go to school and you see the globe and kids always play with it, but I always seen a, a polar ice cap on the top. Since when did Google take off the ice cap? And if it melted, we would have seen it on the
0: news. All over the globe. I don't remember any news about the polar. Greenland looks so out of position to me, I'm sorry, but it looks really weird, really out of position. I mean, if you see it, it's literally like laying on top of America on, on top of North America. It's like lay it looks like it's on it's looks like it's sideways laying on top of America. On top of North America. It looks very strange. And it really looks strange when there's no polar ice cap now, as well, to boot. This cap's melting. If the
4: polar ice cap melted, um, all of the continents would have been affected uh, rapidly. And second,
0: I mean, uh, you have to really watch this video to get the visual impact of this.
4: A look at um, take a look at uh, I Greenland. Look, this is Greenland. Okay, uh, it looks normal. There's actually, it's got a pretty decent amount of snow uh there is uh this is
0: i think is what he means as far as the shape of it it looks normal
4: this is iceland right um now i don't remember i uh, iceland and greenland being all the way on to- on on top of the united states i don't either on top of canada I don't since either. when did iceland uh was up hey taylor
0: will you look at this and tell me what you think Okay, so I forgot to pause it again, but yeah, I asked Taylor. She's like, that looks so, I mean, Taylor's really good at geography. And she's like, that looks it's totally wrong. It It's like laying on top of North America. And this is a Google map. You cannot say that I'm being biased here or that, that I'm misremem- I mean, yeah, I guess you could say I'm misremembering. But, I mean, Greenland looks so weird now in relation to where it was, where I remembered it. It's like on its side, it's laying on top of North North America, and we've got the whole thing with no Arctic ice cap now as well.
4: Uh, there is... Uh, this is... This is Iceland, right? Um, now, I don't remember I uh, Iceland and Greenland being all the way on, it, to- on, so on top of the United States. It's so weird looking, I'm telling you. This
0: of- is so insanely weird looking. I mean, it... <sighs> No, this is not right. There is something majorly wrong here from the way I remember things. I mean, you you, you look at it and you be your own judge. You can go up on Google Maps and and, and look at it yourself and and, and see if it rings true. I'm just telling you, for me, it doesn't ring true. For my daughter, it does not ring true. I mean, it's so strange-looking now. I don't know. Since when did Iceland uh, was up there? It was always over here. It was always, like it was, it was always in in that gap where yeah, i just zoomed in exactly it's to the it was to the right okay if you were looking at the united states it was to the right and further down it was still it was still north of of like the united states but it was it was to the right it wasn't laying on its side it was going like kind of like if you know like what greenland looks like um the pointy part was was like pointed down it was more to the right of the united states and it filled in the gap between where North America is and, like, Europe. Now, Greenland is laying on its side, way above, like, Canada. Not even anywhere near where it was at before. I mean, it it, it is so freaky where it's at right now. It's very strange. Uh, I
4: don't... It's very strange. Um, If you believe in the Mandela effect or parallel universes, something's going on. Uh, And it makes sense. And this is proof that something has changed. Very strange. Very strange.
0: Just, yeah, I mean. (laughs) So, uh, and I'm going to play one more video. And um, then then we're going to end part six here. Now, this is the one on
5: Korea. Hello, everybody. It's May 11th.
0: Okay, I just... Again, uh, Taylor's, like, wizard geography. And um, I asked her before I even started playing this... Which one, she says, obviously it's this one, which is the one I remember. This one, now listen, I'm not gonna get into all the landmark stuff, but I'll give you a couple of the really, really big ones that impacted me. And this one on Korea really, really impacted me. What you're seeing at the start of this video is a map of the way it is today, the way that maps portray it in this whatever timeline or whatever we're in and the one that I clearly remember where Korea was. Okay, I'm gonna
5: let this play and then I'm gonna I'll give you a little more description. Two thousand sixteen. How y'all doing today? Quick video before I head out for some more Uber guarantee pay. I wanted to point this out. I did already in a geography video that I had done, but I wanted to point it out because I found an image that someone had changed to kind of what I remember. Right. So, you know, it's not going to be exact science here, but this is just kind of what I remembered. On the left... It's kind of what what
0: probably anybody that had a comprehension of what that area looked like, it's it's what you would remember. And, um, I mean, this is so... This one, to me, is almost more impactful than even the last video i played on the on the arctic ice the arctic ice cap
5: is how you will find korea and japan and china uh, the way it is now and on the right is what i remember yep so if it's always looked the way it does to the left to you please thumb this video down um if you don't recall please don't thumb up or down on this video I wanted to try and create a series of these videos with thumb up, thumb down, that people can come across. And just to try and see how others.
0: I'm just going to tell you, China looks totally different. Now you literally have North Korea. Japan is on the outskirts of North and South Korea. Okay. What I'm trying to tell you is that North Korea now is literally between Japan and China. Between them. Like a sandwich. I don't ever remember that being the the case. What I always remembered was North Korea and and South Korea being to the, which is the way it's portrayed on this one map, to the southwest of japan still connected to china but now china looks totally different and the way taylor said she memorized it when she she, this is really good because it's like a mnemonic that she already had in her head she said here's the chicken's beak this is what i remember it was this thing up in china had this little chicken's beak and she said and this was the leg of the chicken that's how i always remembered where north and south korea were Now, the chicken beaks is gone, and the leg is up near where the beak was. And meaning North and South Korea have moved way up, China's shifted totally, and now North and South Korea are literally between Japan like a sandwich. That was never the case before. And if this was the case, why didn't Japan invade North and South Korea first before they went into China? In World War II. Because literally, I mean, I'm just thinking off the top of my head here. Japan, it would have been, I mean, you could have done it, but literally the first landmass Japan would have encountered if they were trying to get to China would have been North and South Korea. They were literally, North and South Korea are literally between Japan and China now. One of the things that Japan did is invade China. Now, I think that was the first place they invaded. It was the closest large country landmass. Now now it's not the case. It would have made much more sense to invade North and South Korea to get to China. Is the point I'm trying to make. So that's just, I'm just saying that off the top of my head there.
5: Are dealing with this or, or you know, what other people think? This is very hard to deal with for some people. Yes. Uh, Looking at the world map and seeing how it's all different. And for those of you who don't see any change at all and think that I'm just stupid here doing this video.
0: Australia is now all the way up underneath Indonesia. Very, very close. I don't remember it being near that close. So many things. I mean, listen, I don't have all the answers. All I'm telling you is this stuff. I mean, some of this stuff is just like, come on. You got to be kidding me. The maps are different. Well, I mean, I really think when Satan comes with all signs and line wonders and miracles, man, it's going to be on a whole other level that we, we're not even comprehending. Maybe we're getting a little bit of the comprehension right now.
5: You, you know, you're going to do, say it and do what you want, but this is not really for you. This is for the people that, that feel Mandela effects. However, you know, you're free. You can freely thumb up and thumb down this video. I'm not trying to exclude you. I just don't know why you would be so interested in this. But I'm just interested in this one particular point here about North and South Korea. Both my dad and brother were in Korea for a time. My mother went to high school in Japan. So I've looked at this on the map. My mother's father was in the Navy and so she was in Japan so Everybody but myself was in Korea or Japan. So I've looked at this on the map over the years, just like Italy, where my ancestors come from. Sicily looks like it's almost touching Italy now, and the heel on the boot looks a little different. It looks like another island out there, I don't remember. I looked at these places on the map when I was younger, and I can't find those old maps. This is the way it is now on the left. And on the right is more what I remember. I don't remember North Korea bordering Russia up there where it's yellow on the top right. On the left side you can see where it borders Russia, which is yellow, and China's in the orange. By the way, Mongolia. News to me that they sent troops in 2004 when my brother was in Iraq for the Iraq war. Mongolian army sent troops to fight in the Iraq war. So that was news to me today. Don't recall that. I'm wondering if any of you I don't. recall that or, or don't recall it. Uh, so anyhow, please thumb up this video if the one that's been changed here on the right is more what you remember with Japan off to the East Coast. Not right slap dab next to North and South Korea, which are way north uh, from what I remember. Yes. Um, it looks so weird that's about it for now just wanted to do this quick video have you thumb it up or down And I, I mean I, I'm not going to
0: belabor these landmark changes because I could really really go a lot further uh, but I really felt though that if I'm, I'm going to address this subject I need to at least address most different aspects of it as opposed to just leaving certain things out because I mean, it's, yeah, it's some really disturbing stuff. So that's all we have for part six, and we will go to part seven next.